Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN Loves and uh, talking about nursing homes. And again, I don't mean to be belligerent about this, but please... No names of anything. No nursing homes, no websites, no helpful organizations, anything like that, or else, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to end up, I'll be the one on the phone with the lawyers, you know, and spend enough time with lawyers as it is. Uh, it is uh, nine minutes after four, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, again, I, I am a huge supporter of, of physician-assisted suicide because when it is time, I would like to die with dignity. I would like to go out on my terms. When the doctors say, Tom, I uh, got some really bad news for you. I would like the opportunity to go to a physician who specializes in such things and say, look, I don't want my money drained by nursing homes. I'd like to leave something behind. And uh, more importantly, I don't really wish to be in a nursing home wearing a diaper and unshaven, okay? So let's uh, set a date here for my exit. I have a big party. Why wait till you're dead to have your wake? Do it when you're alive so you can take part in it. Um, I, I mean, maybe we just need to change our views on, on death, and look, for some of you, I know that's uh, religiously immoral, but I don't have any religion. So your religious uh, scruples don't affect me in the least because we don't share the same views. 803-09, well, maybe we do share the same views. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, I mean, I just have a hard time buying an argument. God loves you so much that he wants you to suffer and your family to be financially exhausted by your death. Really? That doesn't sound like a loving God to me. It sounds like one hateful, spiteful dude. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And this is why even when I drive by a church, it spontaneously ignites. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's go to Chris in uh, Hamburg. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hey, Tom. Thank you. Uh, no, no names of anything. I promise. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Now, don't don't try to sneak in. Well, I won't name names, Tom, but it starts with the letter B, and it's uh, on such and such road. And no, no, please don't do that to me. No, definitely not. Um, so, um, first of all, uh, shout out to all the nursing home nurses out there. They are a very special group of people and deserve a lot of appreciation. 
Um, I myself uh, started many years ago working as a nurse's aide in a nursing home and have uh, moved up through the ranks to be a medical provider now in nursing homes and have been doing this for many years. Um, And so the couple of points I want to make are that, uh, number one, um, we have come very far in what we can do with medicine and medical technology nowadays, Um, but I would and I have for a while that there are times where we are able to go too far in uh, keeping people alive that uh, really have, uh, you know, no quality of life and, you know, we're keeping them alive artificially, um, you know, to meet a horrible end. Um, To that effect, one of the most, one of the most terrible things that I have encountered in the nursing home world is, uh, Uh, families that will, you know, occasionally a family will openly admit that they are keeping their loved one alive artificially with no quality of life purely and only because they are cashing some type of check that is in this person's name and they have to be alive to have such a check remain coming in. But wouldn't that check Um, automatically be seized by the nursing home? Um, I, I I don't know all the details. Um, I know the, that these, you know, the nursing home patients are allowed some some type of certain income um, and whatnot, even being on Medicaid. Well, I saw a penny um, once that was stretched two inches wide. It was two nursing homes fighting over it. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, I, I've been openly told that, and it's just that's one of the most horrific things that I I can really think of. Um, but also, you know, no matter what nursing home you go to in the area, I've been in so many different ones, um, you know, better ones, not so great ones. Um, the the care is is not going to be, you know, 100% of what you want. And probably it, it has, other people have said it to you that it has gotten worse over, uh, you know, time. And I can personally attest to that as well, that it, it definitely has declined um, kind of as society has declined as well. So but here's, here's, here's the thing too. Okay. This, this is, this is an argument that drives me nuts. Well, uh, if you go into the $18,000 a year nursing, uh, eight, I'm sorry, $18,000 a month nursing home, um, you're going to get good care. If you go into the Medicaid nursing home, you're going to be treated like less than an animal. Well, guess what? I've been in some of those expensive nursing homes, and I saw no difference whatsoever, and I didn't smell any difference either. De- definitely agree. I mean, the, those types of places, I mean, they'll, they'll maybe put some more money into the facility and make it look nice or whatnot, but when it comes down to, like, the actual bedside care that it's pretty much universally the same throughout you know you can dress up uh garbage and you know make it look a little bit nicer but you know in the end it is what it is yeah Um, you can't put lipstick on a pig the old line goes um right so you say that you you started out as an aide now you are a medical provider what kind of medical provider are you unless it's Uh, going to get you in trouble um i'm a no i'm a physician assistant oh wow Um, that's quite a move up yeah um, so the the one the one other thing I wanted to tell you, and I'll keep it brief here, is um, if you compare the United States to like uh, some Asian countries like Japan or China, um, they have a extremely minimal amount of their elderly um, that they put in nursing homes. It's even considered shameful to do so. Um, and nursing homes are not a business out there like they are here, and families are expected to kind of care for their elderly and whatnot. And so 
you know, me myself having worked in nursing homes, I, I've kind of internally vowed that I, I really will try my hardest to not put my parents in a nursing home. And everybody probably says that or thinks that. Um, but I mean, just with what I've seen and everything, and, and I would, you know, hope that people out there would kind of think, you know, if, you know, their parents brought them into this world and made sacrifices to care for themselves um, or to care for you as a child and an infant and everything and raise you and everything, you know, the very least you could do is in their time of need at the end, you know, return the favor. It, it shouldn't be just dropping them in a nursing home and driving away and, you know, not seeing them or anything, which is, you know, a whole whole other thing that I've witnessed to, you know, families not even visiting and just kind of dump them off. Um, but, you know, from a moral standpoint, you would think that, you know, a big sacrifice was made to get you to where you're at in this world. And, you know, your parents were a good part of that. Um, and so we should be willing to make sacrifices within our own lives to care for them in their time of need. Of course, not everybody has the physical ability to care for somebody who is immobilized, um, number one. Number two, there are a lot of single-person homes where what are you going to do if it's only you and your responsibility is to take care of your mother, but you still got to work? That's not the easiest thing to do. Although, in all fairness to myself, being the dutiful son that I am, as I mentioned earlier, Earlier in the previous shows, I have offered to move in with my mom to take care of her. Um, I mean, she's not quite at nursing home level yet and hopefully won't ever be there um, or have her come live with me. And she's declined. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously it's not universal and, you know, people's means and, uh, you know, responsibilities will play influence, certainly. Um, but, I, you know, I think we've we've moved away from uh We've moved away from the respect for the elderly and the willingness to care for them when it's kind of been made uh, very easy to just, you know, say, drop them off at the emergency room and say, we can't care for them anymore. And, uh, you know, I, I've seen I've seen the story multiple times where the first time grandma or grandpa soils themselves, the family says, whoa, we can't do that. And then they drop them off somewhere and that's it you know never to be seen again <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i hear you i mean look there's a lot of things about caring for elderly people that are kind of gross but no grosser really than taking care of a baby um yeah perhaps a, a little more voluminous but uh <laughs> the grossness factor remains the same um thank you very much uh chris i appreciate uh, your phone call talking about nursing homes and uh, horror stories or maybe you've got good stories but either way no names of anybody anything even if it's a good organization i can't do it i have to take you off the air if you do not because i want to be a bad guy but because i operate under orders and follow my chain of command here is rich on a cell phone you're on wben hello hi tom uh yeah i just want to let you know i uh my wife Broke a pelvic bone. Rich, I cannot continue the phone call with with the audio quality as it is. Uh, it sounds like uh, an old. It sounds like I'm listening to a radio, and the frequency isn't quite dialed in. So, Tanner, if you can put him on hold and see if we can work this out. Otherwise, um, I, I, you know, again, I feel like a mean, nasty guy, but I can't. In radio, sound is a rather important element, and if uh, if I'm having a problem. 
uh, hearing you with headphones, people driving in their cars are going to turn their radios off, and that's uh, that's tend to be frowned upon in this business. Tyner, if you can't get a better connection, we'll have to just thank him for calling, and sorry we can't put him on the air. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Yes, if your telephone makes you sound like an EVP, probably can't put you on the air. Um, but it might just be the connection, so we'll try to rectify that uh, as uh, quickly uh, and as expeditiously as possible. Uh, coming up on 20 minutes after 4 at News Radio 930, WBEN. And uh, we were unable to continue with uh, Rich's phone call because uh, just just a horrific uh, cell phone or other telephone connection. It happens every now and again. Hey, remember when we had Billy Bob Thornton on the air? Uh yeah, no, Josh was working then, uh, Tanner, but Billy Bob uh, was doing an interview with us, and we had to end the interview because they were driving through some wicked southeast thunderstorms. So we couldn't, yeah, we couldn't continue the interview, and that was highly unfortunate. But uh, if you can't hear the person to whom you're speaking, it kind of makes the interview um, kind of a, a pointless exercise in conversation. And then we get Billy Bob and uh, JD from his band, the Boxmasters, on the air, and they end up having to cancel the Buffalo show illness. Uh, here is uh, Tony in Franklinville. Tony, you are on WBEN. Hello. Hi, how you doing? Yes, Listen, sir. Listen, I got a, two, a two-part horror story. In 2019, I was so sick all summer. Uh, uh, you know, so in the fall, I got real sick. So I called an ambulance. They brought me to Buffalo. I was at the hospital for like an ICU for like, I don't know, two weeks on a ventilator and finally got out after a month. They brought me to a nursing home, okay, for rehab. It was great, Tom. Second floor, I mean, they gave me ice cream at night. I mean, it was clean. The guy coming every day, cleaned it, friendly, changed, my, changed the bedspread, okay? So I, the first day I asked, where could you smoke here? Could you smoke? They go, yeah. She gave me a diagram. It said it's on the first floor, on a patio, and there's three different times in the day you could go for half an hour with other people. I said, okay. Well, it was around noon. I got lost on the way down. I went through this door, Tom. There was two. There was I, you couldn't breathe. There was two ladies on the floor, set up against the wall eating. Two ladies on on wheelchairs that were in feces. All these ladies are blinking on the over the doors. I need help. One lady was crying. I, she's going. I, my my mouth so dry. I need water. I need water. And I asked the lady, the, the nurse. She said, "What are you doing?" Here? I says. What's going on? She says, I'll tell you what. She says, you made a wrong turn. Oh, I asked her, where do you smoke? She says, you made a wrong turn. I said, well, what's going on here? She says, it doesn't matter. She says, as long as the shareholders get their money, everything's fine. You know what I mean? The shareholders get their money, that's okay. So she turned me around on my wheelchair, and she let me out the door. She said, it's on the other side of the building. You can have a smoke, she says. And she shut the door, and they could hear it lock. Um... I give the nurse credit for being honest, and it sounds to me like the nurse was as frustrated with the situation as you were. She looked like she just come through a, a war zone. Uh, I mean, four, oh, she said she had, they had 45 people. She said had four people to take care of them. Oh, that's, that's insane. But the yeah. nurse, I mean, the nurse addressed you in a moment of candor, probably yeah. put a resignation in shortly thereafter because, yeah. it, okay, nurses are trained to care. Nurses are trained to love. And yeah. it has to really rattle them, especially at the beginning, when they cannot offer the kind of care they were trained to offer their patients in nursing school and RNs go through boot camp. The number of people who start 
school to be a registered nurse versus the ones who actually finish the program, it is like boot camp. A lot, most of them wash out. It's too tough. Yeah, right, right. Well, that's my story. It well, wasn't uh, too good. Though. So, I mean, no. I, well, the rehab part sounded just fine, but then when you got into the other part of the building, it sounded like the uh, sixth circle of hell. You'd have to put your head in a, can, in a garbage can to get fresh air, I'm telling you. Really, it was bad. <laughs> well, at least you've got a sense of humor about the whole thing. Uh, yeah, Tony, right. thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, hey, what did the ambulance ride from Franklinville to Buffalo cost you? About 80000 bucks. Uh, $1,700. Well, uh, when they got here, the fire department, you know, they uh, I was pretty sick, so they they, uh, they called the Napoleon to get advanced life support down here. So advanced life support was here like in 15 minutes, and they took me into Buffalo. But it was $1,700 for the advanced life support. Wow. And I gave, a dona- I gave a donation to the fire department. Right, you know, uh, but- to the fire department. Yeah, all right. The, yeah. the, the random no-name fire department. All right, Tony, yeah. thank you. Uh, thank you very much for the call. Uh, you know, it's, it, I mean, I got to tell you that uh, my dad was in a local hospital and had to be ambulanced to the nursing home. It was a very short distance away, like across the parking lot, and the bill was ridiculous. If you think nursing homes are a racket, the ambulance built business is a bigger racket. I'm telling you, somewhere at the top of the food chain, Johnny Sack and Tony Soprano are collecting the money. If any, if anybody else did that, they'd be charged under RICO statutes. I mean, provided they discuss certain things. Uh, anyway, it is uh, 26 minutes after four at News Radio 930 WBEN. Honestly, folks, sometimes I ask myself who the real criminals are in this world, and uh, sometimes life isn't always black and white. And that's not a race thing; that's a metaphorical thing. Uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, loves, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, we are talking about uh, nursing homes. Seems like everybody's got a uh, nursing home horror story. And uh, tell you something, um, if you're just joining the show, and I think I made this comment uh, a few weeks ago as well, but ever since I was a little boy, I always knew. I did not want to end up in a nursing home, even like at the age of six or seven or eight, whatever age I was. 
I just thought to myself, what a dreary, depressing place. And as a grown, and, and that was one of those cheap hellhole nursing homes. So then later on in life, uh, very close relatives of mine uh, blew, I don't know, at that point, $12,000 a month on one of the fancy nursing homes. Yeah, fancy uh, nursing homes. And it sucked too. And it stank and it reeked and the care sucked. And I thought to myself, let me just get this straight. My inheritance is being sucked off by this nursing home. They could have just as well stayed at my house. I'd have taken care of them. 803, I mean, not to sound greedy or anything, but I tell you, a lot of money went down the drain, those nursing homes. And interestingly, they seem to have died just as the money ran out. It's strange. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN, to the best of my memory. Um we are not naming any names of nursing homes. We're not naming any names of groups, organizations, charities, websites, or anything like that because I don't want to get in trouble, okay? And I have to follow orders or else uh, if I don't, I get demoted to working overnights, um, which actually might be a promotion. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. What do you say, Tanner? Wouldn't you like to work live when George Norrie's on the air? With me? I like working with you anytime. It doesn't oh, matter the slot. Oh, you are such a BSer. It takes one to know one. Thank you, Tanner. That's a sweet thing to say. Um, anyway, uh, your calls, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, Tanner Saunders deserves an immediate 50% raise uh, in case there's any question about that. But then again, he already makes the big money. Um, he'll actually be supporting me in a nursing home. Oh, and, and the other thing to me is uh, physician-assisted suicide. You can count me down. You can count me in as a major pro-assisted suicide person because for myself, I can't speak to you, but for myself, it is an entirely moral decision. If my physician tells me, Tom... It's dementia time, and you've got about six months before you start losing it. Um, I would like the option to die with dignity. And frankly, I don't see how there's anything to it. Why are we kinder to our dogs and cats than we are to our human beings? Um, and the only cat that I ever had that actually communicated with me, she knew it was time to go, was Glenna, who disappeared all weekend long into my office and then Monday morning, had the appointment with uh, Dr. Helen Sweeney at the Elma Animal Hospital to uh, have her end her life mercifully. And I came down from getting cleaned up upstairs. Glenna Cat made her first appearance all weekend long. She was sitting on the couch. She was waiting for me. She walked into her carrier, and it was like she knew. She knew it was time. And I swear that cat and I had some kind of a weird connection because she was telling me, I know what you're doing right now, and I'm all for it, so take me away. And it was a very peaceful death. I wish we would afford our humans that kind of an option, except unlike animals, we're actually able to, to verbalize what we want, verbalize our wishes. And I'm really sorry if that conflicts with your religious views, but guess what? Your religious views are your religious views. My spiritual views are my spiritual views, and I don't have a moral problem with it at all. I think it's a very moral thing to do. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 
But Tom, a loving God, wants you to enjoy every day on this planet. How am I going to enjoy it in a diaper that's reeking? That's not enjoyment. What kind of a loving God would want, would want a human being to end like that? No, thank you. Uh, here is uh, Barb on a cell phone on WBEN. Hello, Barb. Hi, Tom. I couldn't agree with you more about the uh, we're kinder to animals than we are to our human beings. I am right in that party with you, and I'll be the president. All right. Um, on that note. And I'll be in I, charge of vice. <laughs> the vice very president. Good. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, when you spoke a little bit ago that you said if you knew it was time, you would have your a party. And before you go, and everybody would be invited, well, that's what I did this summer. I am not terminally ill, and I hope I'm pretty healthy, but I had a very, very unfortunate um, happening to me last year, and my husband suddenly, unexpectedly, perfectly healthy, passed away in front of me. And it was a rude awakening for myself and for my life. Now, I have no family. So this this summer, I decided to have my own living wake. Do are you there? I I'm I'm listening and I'm smiling. I love this story already. Okay. I didn't know if I lost you cuz my car just stopped. It's all right. No, no, keep oh. going. I have, um, I'm fortunate to have many wonderful friends and circles of friends, but like all of us, different circles, and including your boss, actually. And, um, but they all, my different circles don't know each other. So I figured when I do die, they're all going to be somewhere and they're going to all say, how do I know you? And how did you know her? And how did, so I decided while I'm still in good health and sort of good mind, (laughs) I had a living wake, but I did not tell them that that was the purpose of the get-together. I called it Barb's Family and Friends Picnic. And I gathered 70 of my close friends for a picnic and golf. I had a food, I had, uh, food catered. I had an ice cream truck. And then I had a little speech, and I told them that I brought them all there for my living wake. And then I had everybody's names that they all got the names and how they are um, associated with me and that they should meet each other. So when my demise comes, they, they can. So I didn't want it to be all real dark and dark because people were like aghast. How could I do such a thing? But I did serve my purpose. It also is one of those <clears throat> zero year birthdays for me. And I also do not want any gifts, etc. So yeah. then I, ended it with making it a birthday party that my husband would have given me if he was alive, even though my birthday is not till December and this party was in July. It all worked out well. Everybody understood the purpose. People were a little surprised, but they're still talking about it now, about how they went to my living wake. So that's pretty that's, that's, that's pretty awesome, uh, frankly. Um, and how old was your husband when he unexpectedly died in front of you? He was 70, and he took no medication. He had just had a physical. He was a picture of health and activity and um, strong, strapping man. And um, 
knocked my world over, to be perfectly frank. And um, it's tough. It's tough. And uh, we did. We had a wonderful marriage. We were married 45 years. And uh, it's tough. And when you don't have family, and it's really tough, I must tell you. Um, I, I can imagine. One thing I would recommend to you is that you get one of those necklace things. And by the way, there is a local uh, health care provider that has those necklace things so that if you fall down, you press a button and you can get somebody on the other end of the phone because uh, we've all over the years heard too many stories about people who have gotten old and feeble and frail and they fall and they literally can't get up. They can't get to a telephone. And let me tell you something, personal experience, those things are lifesavers. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I have been thinking about that. I mean, even Don't just I think about it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I am a fit, fitness instructor, et cetera, but that doesn't mean I can't slip in the tub and whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't really wear it like in the shower or the tub. Just have it near the tub so that uh, hopefully you can reach it and you don't have to utter the words Junior Soprano uttered when he fell in the shower. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly the words of, of which I speak. Okay, I like you already. Uh, right. But no, you because, you, look, I mean, to me, worse, almost as bad as dying in a nursing home in a puddle of your own yeah. filth is to die alone right. in your house hoping help comes that never will. Correct. Correct. You are. And that is one of my huge fears. Of course it is. I mean, you know. But that's a fear you can address. That's a fear about which you can actually do something. Right. And I think that will be on my list for tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Definitely do it. Um, And I I won't say it uh, on the air, but I can put you on hold and I will tell um, Tanner, uh, the name of Uh the uh, local company that I use um, for my mom. Great. I will do that. Local company, and they are excellent. I won't say it on the air, but I will tell you the name off the air because I've heard too many stories about senior citizens falling down, not being found for days. And, uh, you know, look, my mother checks in with me every single day. She gives me a weather report. She thinks she's Tom Joles, I'm afraid. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, Barb, uh, your, living, your living wake sounds absolutely fascinating. And despite the fact that you're a fitness instructor, let's face it, um, hypertension, yep. cardiovascular disease, the silent killer, the number one killer in America for men and right. women and around the world. Yep. Yeah. You're I mean, right. Yeah, I, there's, I can't. I have nothing to dispute. I, it's just common sense. You know, you're, think you're about right. think about it this way: if if the human body was made by a company, the cardiovascular system would be in for recall. Right, right. Syria, there'd be like right. a recall notice there. Um, so I'm going to put you on hold, and I'll have Tanner give you that information since you said you would put it on your list of things to do. I will take you at your word, and I strongly suggest anybody um, who. Uh, is in need or anybody who's alone in an apartment or a house and you are worried about falling and it happens every single day guys where people fall and I, I know it's kind of a cliche I've fallen and I can't get up but uh, it happens to people might maybe it's happened to people you know it certainly happened to people um, 
in ex, uh, uh, um, with whom I have been associated uh, in one way or another. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Talking about your nursing home horror stories, but we're not using any names of anybody, including myself. I, I'm being real good here. Uh, let's go to Polly in uh, Niagara Falls on WBEN. Polly, uh, nursing home stories, but we aren't naming anybody. Right. And your uh, call screener did really great. <laughs> Tom, you went from you went from a really chipper um, white boy to a ominous Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I gotta uh, say that there is nothing ominous that. about Cashmere, the song. Nothing at all. It's a great oh. song. It's a it's an unusual okay, chord progression. It's, it's it's trepidatious. It gives you the sense that ooh, you know it's. Sort of scary. I don't yeah. look at it as scary. I look at it as building excitement. Play that funky music, <laughs> White Boy by Wild Cherry, got very old for me, and I had to make a change, and I decided to go with Led Zeppelin's Cashmere. <laughs> yeah, listen, I take great umbrage uh, against assisted suicide. Why? And I say because I, I, I tie it to with, with children, too. Then don't do it. People. If it's not for you, then people. don't do it for yourself. Well, listen, our old people, they should be most cherished. And there is a way uh, for them to, to die with dignity. And see, because there, it, it's such a bad system, there, it, the, the U.K., tied, uh, they started a care pathway system. It's like, oh, you know, you old people and you people with diseases and cancer, uh, you should just... Um, you know, you're you're putting a burden on us, and you should just die. And so I don't agree with that. No, this has nothing to do with what they do in the U.K. This is an individual choice. You would deprive me, Polly, of my individual choice of how I wish to exit this world? Why would you, no, why no, would you no, presume no. that authority for yourself over my life? No, no. What I'm saying is we could do it better. There is no—okay. What's better than individual choice? Our country was founded on that, right? Yes, yes, I agree with that. What I'm saying is if people could die with dignity and with the, the right kind of, um, of protocols and care and, and medicine and pain medicine, there wouldn't be this need for, oh, you know, I, I don't want to, like, if I got uh, muscular dystrophy or... Um, Tell me something. You know, what would be the point in my staying alive without any quality of life? And why would you make me do that? That would make you no better than a medieval torture master with an Iron Maiden in the basement. Well, because you, well, on your deathbed, could pass on... Okay, no, no. What I'm... That's... Okay. Beyond that, there's a lot of diseases we can die of that are awful. You're and telling like, me? Okay, in fact... You're telling me, my way out. Polly, it's my choice. It's my life. It's my choice. And I'll live and die as I please. It's not your It's not your call to make. You're out of line. No, no, I, I understand that. I do, I do. What I'm saying is with old people, they, a lot of them, they suffer through uh, like a decline, right? And if you just bring dignity and care, proper care, it, we don't got to be like, oh, it's, it's so bad 
We can't take it. All the dignity um, in the world is not going to do anything about dementia, which I do not wish to have, and from which I right. do not wish to die, and to which I do not wish to expose my family. I'm not talking about a government-mandated physician-assisted suicide. I'm talking about an individual choice made with the proper medical referrals that Listen, I choose I'm for me. Don't choose it for yourself. If you're opposed to it, then don't choose it for yourself. You can live for 20 no, years I, with dementia I, for all I care. I, I get that. I'm talking about institutionalized um, care. And that's not what I'm talking people. about. I'm talking about an individual should be free, able to make a moral choice about he about how he or she wishes to exit this world. Um, uh, hold on, Polly. I will continue this uh, following the news on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm not saying it's, it should be a government mandate, not at all. I'm saying it should be your personal choice. I have seen people die slow, lingering, agonizing deaths. Why would I want that for me? Why would God, why would Jesus want that for me? It, it, it's stupid. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.